Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Jay Mamie Talk Show. Welcome and good morning, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. This is Jay Mamie, and I want to thank you for joining us once again this Sunday for the Hour of Thrive Time. If this is your first time visiting our show, can I just thank you for stopping by and listening to our program today? I know our program will inspire you and will cause you to rethink certain things that you need to adjust in your life if you are looking to thrive and if you are a returning listener let me just thank you for supporting the show i really mean that without your support there is no show and our program continues to impact and inspire hundreds week to week to week and our count last i checked uh, we're we're tapping into all sorts of folks from all parts of the country and all around the world so we thank you from, from the bottom of my heart no matter where you're listening. But we've got a great show today, and I'm excited to, to dive right into it uh, as soon as possible here. Jeff Crilly is one of our... Jeff Crilly is our featured guest today, and Jeff is someone who is not a stranger to TV news and to the news business uh, in, in the industry. He's an award-winning journalist and has been in the business for such a long time that he's going to help us today with our theme of our show, which is how to become an effective communicator. And I'm excited to have him on in a little while. And then, of course, we've got our featured business spotlight today. We're going to have in at our show Camille Milner, who is going to talk about something different called collaborative divorce. Interesting topic that you want to stick around for. And I want to encourage you, if you've not had a chance to check out our prior episodes, you can find them at our archive section at the jmamietalkshow.com. I know I get a number of you that are asking me, where do you find the prior episodes? Well, you can certainly find them on SoundCloud, and pretty soon you'll be able to find them on Spotify and iHeartRadio. But you can also find them by visiting our site, the jmamietalkshow.com. Go to our archive section and you'll be able to find all of our previous episodes there. And every single one of them is just dynamic. So make sure that you visit our archive section at the website. Make sure that while you're there, you visit our business directory section as well. Have a look at those companies that are supporting and sponsoring our show. Each and every one of them has a great service or a great business uh, to offer. So make sure you give them a shot. And then we've got our feature author section as well, where you'll find some of the books that I would highly recommend from individuals that have been on our show, have had a chance to share their vision with their book, and they are fantastic people, and they've put together a great project. So make sure that you check that out as well. And while you're online, <laughs> make sure you go over to my personal site, the jmamie.com. By the way, don't forget, follow me on my platforms on my Instagram, at the J Mamie. You can also track me down on the, my YouTube channels, become a subscriber, and also the J Mamie Facebook page. You can like us there and stay in touch so that way we can continue to deliver value, as I know many of you are becoming very appreciative of. Continue to stick with us. Now, let me jump right into what's been on my mind for quite some time now. By the way, Considering that I've been spending these last few weeks tackling the issues and areas where if you plan on thriving in 2021 will require you to revisit, possibly revamp, or simply improve. So I have to tell you that effective communication is a skill set that most people lack. So we're going to talk today 
about a skill set that if you're intent on thriving in 2021, you're going to need to work on, and that is becoming an effective communicator. I've been in the business, in the people business, in one form or another for 35 years. I've had a chance to talk to and speak with and address you, number, large numbers of crowds have had a chance to speak with so many people. And, and I have to say that the majority of people simply do not communicate very well at all. I think you'd have to agree to that. In fact, the majority of individuals lack the fundamentals for effective communication. And if you're intent on thriving in 2021 and beyond, then you cannot allow your poor and ineffective ability to communicate your message your point of view, or your brand, if you have one, to continue. So what makes this such a handicap for most is that most people don't even know that they have poor communication ability. They think they are doing okay. They think they're communicating just fine. And that's because they're not being taught what I believe the skill set of effective communication. So if I can help you with that today, then would you allow me to share with you what I think are the key elements to help you become an effective communicator? I mean, if becoming an effective communicator is important to you, then I'll share with you what I found will help you become one. I see, I call this the five C's of effective communication. The first C is you have to be clear. You have to be clear on what you're communicating. In other words, know specifically the message or point you want to portray. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself all over the place. (laughs) How many of you have ever spoken to people or to someone and you think to yourself, man, this person is there all over the place. You ever start talking with someone and start thinking, where is this person going with this? (laughs) They're all over the map. (laughs) If you are not clear, you are going to be a waffler. And I promise you, wafflers are not effective communicators. Here's the second C. You have to be concise. The second C is concise. Learn how to trim the fat. (laughs) You see, it's okay to add imagery and details, maybe facts and even what I call glamour words to accentuate your message. But good Lord, (laughs) make it the low-fat version, please. You cannot be a bloviator and expect to have a great communication skill at all. The third is consistent. If you're going to be an effective, powerful, engaging, intriguing communicator, then you have to stay on point. Don't go off the rails with so many multiple mini messages or points that it takes your listener far off your intended course that you started off with. You see, if you have one theme, one theme, then keep to it. If you've got a central point to make, then stay on it. Stay consistent. The fourth C is convincing, convincing. What it boils down to is this, my friends. Do you believe in what you're saying? Do you believe in what you're saying? How deeply rooted is your belief that what you are 
communicating with the other person is what you would it's what you stand for you see your ability to communicate effectively competently and confidently will depend on how much you believe in what you're saying you will have a hard time convincing anyone if you emanate a vibration of uncertainty and lack of surety you've got to be very convincing but that convincing comes from what you believe and feel deep within. The fifth C is courteous. You've got to be courteous. An effective communicator is courteous. They respect the other person's not only point of view, but the time that they have to stress it. You see, I've experienced and I've seen people that they love cutting off other people when they are trying to speak. They never give the other speaker a chance to share their thoughts without rudely and impatiently injecting their own. See, how can you come back with a great response or a solid rebuttal or a good point or a counterpoint or continue making your point If you do not take the time to hear what the other person is saying so that you could make a comprehensive, logical response or continue your point. So be courteous when it comes to communicating and the other person will appreciate it. Okay. Let me just recap that. I know I've gave you a lot, but I want you to be aware that this is what makes an effective communicator. And if 2021 is going to help you get to the next level in thriving, and you recognize that you have a deficiency in the way that you communicate, and, and you you wonder often why no one is really giving you uh, the time to share your thoughts, or they're not reacting or responding or, or becoming compliant with your your message, your proposal, your request, or if, if you're your conversation is falling on deaf ears, it's probably because you are not capitalizing on becoming a communicator in the best way possible. So listen to me. An effective communicator is going to require you to be clear on your message. Concise on what you're trying to say. Stay consistent on the points you're making. Be convincing because you believe in what you're saying. And then be courteous to the others. Guys, I'm excited about what today's show is going to deliver. We're going to continue to talk today about effective communication. When we come back after the break, our featured guest today, Jeff Crilly, is a master communicator. He's been doing that in the public arena of TV news and broadcasting for 25 years. He's now retired, but he is one of the most premier individuals and respected individuals in the communication world in the broadcasting world, in the TV news media world. And he's on our show today to talk about how to become an effective communicator. We're going to hear from him right after the break. When's the last time you shopped your auto insurance? My name's Thomas Gartside and my sister... Diane Fitz. We own a family agency in Frisco, Texas for Goosehead Insurance. And we're able to shop the marketplace for you. With over 25 different carriers to get you the best quality and the best price possible. I just saved somebody over $2,000 and my brother... Just saved someone over $2,400 on just their auto. 
Let us shop it for you. Call us at 214-935-9625. One of the books that I recently wrote has helped so many people that are stuck in this place where they are now in what I call a downward spiral. Hello, everyone. This is Jay Mamie, and I want to encourage you to take a look at a book called Battling Invisible Enemies, Facing Your Inner Struggles Head On. If you are struggling or being challenged by fear or anxiety or doubt or depression or discouragement, this book is for you. It's called Battling Invisible Enemies, Facing Your Inner Struggles Head On. You can buy the book at jmamie.com. Here's Mark and Madison talking about Milestone's complete furnace super boost. So the greatest thing about our furnace super boost is it super boosts performance. Your furnace will blow stronger and warmer. True, but I think an even greater thing about it is it super boosts energy efficiency. Sure, but you know an even way greater thing than your example is that every super boosted furnace comes with a breakdown free guarantee. Ah. That's right, folks. Your super boosted furnace will blow stronger and warmer using less energy and you get our 12-month breakdown free guarantee it's the greatest hmm i win no but you forgot the greatest part of all what <gasps> our milestone furnace super boost only cost 129 bucks oh Booyah. you win that is the greatest well it's all great it's all great yeah Call Milestone for your $129 Furnace Super Boost. Online at callmilestone.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On our closing segment, I mentioned Jeff Crilly as our featured guest. And, boy, I'm excited about Jeff Crilly being on the show today. Jeff Crilly is not only the CEO of Real News Public Relations, but he spent 25 years in the TV news industry as a TV reporter, he's the author of the best-selling book, Free Publicity. He's been recognized by his peers with dozens of national and regional awards, including the Emmys, the National Headliners Award, the Edward R. Murrow Award, the Thurgood Marshall Award, and in 2004 was named the Texas Associated Press the best TV reporter in the state. Those are quite, a, quite amazing accomplishments. But during his news career, he made hundreds of national news appearances, including CNN, CNN Headline News, Fox News, Discovery Channel, Good Morning America, the CBS Early Show, and now, of course, the biggest highlight of his multiple appearances is being on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's the highlight of his multiple appearances. (laughs) Now, Jeff can say... I've arrived. <laughs> That's it. Hey, it's right up there with the Emmys, man. I, right? I'm telling you. I'm so excited to be on your yeah. show. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, Jeff, welcome to the show, my friend. Appreciate having you here on the show today. How are um, you? I am so blessed. I am so blessed. Jeff, I want to uh, get right into our segment here because we've got a lot to unwrap, and you're, you're a guy who's so well-known, uh, not only nationally, but but specifically here. You're sort of an icon in the uh, DFW area for all the work that you've done for so, so long. But I want to go right back to the beginning. What? Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and kind of get us up to speed on who Jeff Crilly is and where did Jeff come from? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, so um, my dad was a minister in downtown Detroit, and uh, he became kind of a media darling where he fed the homeless in the basement's 
basement of the church, and he would contact the local TV stations and say, hey, if you ever need a voice of the homeless, uh, I'm your man. And so as a child, I remember watching my dad get interviewed on TV, and I just I just thought that was so cool. And in Detroit, uh, the, the TV reporters and anchors were really celebrities. They were right up there with, uh, you know, the quarterback of the Lions. And so I was like, man, that would be cool to be uh, a TV reporter or anchor one day. And so I went to Michigan State and uh, got a degree in communications, got my first TV job as a sophomore in college at a local at the local CBS station in, in uh, Lansing. And uh, by the time I graduated, I was the weekend anchor man. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a heady experience for a 20 year old uh, kid uh, that his, prof- you know, his professor professors and classmates would watch him on TV. Um, and then I went to Omaha for two years and then Minneapolis for four cold years. Mm. And then uh, came to Dallas in 92. I got spoiled by the Dallas Cowboys because that was when they went on their Super Bowl run <laughs> and uh, got to cover some Super Bowls and did some fun stuff. And then uh, finally decided to uh, hang up my television microphone in 2008 uh, after uh, uh, going around speaking like a crazy man for for six straight years, selling uh, basically 11,000 books a year for six straight years. Mm. Um, and so anyway, one of the themes that you're going to hear throughout this interview is just the hard work. Even today, I get up at basically three or four in the morning to begin my day um, to send out an email that now goes out to 32,000 journalists. So I'm a tenacious worker. I love it. I think I get it from my dad. And um, I, I truly believe that anybody who really wants something bad enough, and you're a great example of this, you got to put in the work. It just doesn't drop in your lap. So, Jeff, you, you could have gone anywhere as, as talented as you are. Obviously, your upbringing, watching uh, your dad and your dad being a great role model, uh, you could have gone anywhere. And I, you caught that, I guess, that broadcasting bug early, early on and were on the radio show and, and all of the, that, that wonderful history. But what continued to inspire you to develop this this career in journalism? I'm sure you never thought or imagined that you would win an Emmy. Um, and 25 years later, right, have such an influence in the industry. But what inspired you to to begin the to begin the career in journalism and then stay there for all those years? Um, I'm very competitive, and so I always said to myself, you know, I wasn't born with. Uh, you know, the good looks of a Hollywood a- actor. And I never had that deep baritone voice that you, you know, covet in TV news. But I said to myself, nobody, nobody, nobody will outwork me. And so I always, uh, you know, put in the extra effort. And I remember at Channel 4, uh, often they would give me the worst story possible. I mean, the one that ha- had no video, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I, I, mean, it was, I, remember, I remember being in these meetings, they would give you all the easy stories to these other reporters. And I'm like, why don't you give me the worst story? And one of my bosses said, Jeff, because we know that you would make it look good. Mm. Uh, we know that you're going to, you're going to disappear. You're going to, we'll see you on the news at nine or 10 and it'll look great. And, uh, and I said, but you know, every once in a while I want, I want the, 
I want the ball at the at the five yard line instead of the one yard line on the other side of the field where mm-hmm. I have to march it down ninety nine yards every single day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can hear I'm laughing. I mean, I think I think I liked it, and uh, and now now that I'm a boss, I I sometimes take that same attitude with some of our our employees that are just incredibly talented, um, and and that's one of uh, I think one of the secrets for your. Your listeners is is uh, you know the sometimes the the person who can do the job is the one who gets all the all the work. I mean, you look at Michael Jordan, and I don't pretend to compare myself to Michael Jordan, but man, he was the hardest working member of the of the Bulls team, and and certainly he had had the accolades where he could have coasted a little bit, um, but no, he was the guy that was lifting up the whole team, and so those those people inspire me, and and I, and I just say, man, if you're gonna do it. Do it right, man. Just rip it. <laughs> I love it. If you're gonna do it, do it right. I, I I agree. So there's many people that can influence us throughout the course of our career, and, you, and there's no shortage in in broadcasting and and uh, the news business uh, of individuals that could inspire you uh, as you were growing up and developing your own your own uh, professional skills in the industry. But who who would you say influenced you the most in your career? You know, it's um, kind of funny. It was a guy who was my competitor, and he didn't know that he was my mentor, but um, I had chosen him as my mentor because I learned so much from him kicking my butt every day. I mm. mean, literally, he would, kick, he would kick my butt every single day, and um, he, he helped me get better. So I would, uh, I, I would live in fear of the 5 o'clock news on the NBC station in Omaha because that was when Mike McKnight <laughs> was going to pull another rabbit out of a hat and hmm. beat me on a story. And then my phone would ring, and it would be the news director wanting, wanting to know why Mike McKnight would beat me. And uh, I ended up calling up uh, the person he interviewed and said, hey, you don't know me from Adam, but clearly you know Mike McKnight. And I saw that he interviewed you on the news. Uh, can you tell me how he got that story? And uh, the person would say, well, Mike calls us two or three times a week just to check in. And I said, well, if it's okay with you, I'm going to call you four or five times a week to check in. And uh, it took about a year, but I started to beat Mike on his on his own territory. And um, and he taught me more than anybody else in the business. And, and there's probably a pearl in there too that if you're if you're gonna be the best you gotta you know steel sharpens steel and you need to you need to uh, surround yourself with people who are as good as you or better to make you um, uh, more uh, more brilliant in, in whatever you're trying to do I mean honestly and I think there, I know that there are some young people listening to this and, and Millennials and Gen Z's sometimes get a knock that that they just don't have the hustle because they were given a trophy just for showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I would challenge all the, all your young listeners, you know, um, life is not about kind of sitting on the beach, uh, drinking margaritas. I mean, you, you do that after you've made your billions. When you're Mark Cuban, you can sit on the beach and drink your, mar- <laughs> drink your margaritas. <laughs> but in the meantime, there's some work to be done, man. You need to, you need to, to hustle. Uh, you know, if you think about Mark Cuban, I mean, when he moved to Dallas, I think he was he was bartending. I mean, he was sleeping on friends' couches. I he mean, was. He didn't, he didn't be right. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He had to work, man. He had to build that stuff, and he deserves everything that comes his way. 
Um, anyway, I, 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 I'm saying that to inspire your listeners because I, I do think that there is this mentality, um, and, it, and it's, it's poisonous. I'm going to do the least possible because why would why would I do the most possible? Why would I why would I want to just um, uh, you know wake up early and stay up late? Why would I do that when there's a shortcut? And I'm here to tell you that that um, that attitude is just poisonous. Um, I'm a big fan of Secretariat. If you if you remember the movie, mm-hmm. um, he, he won the, the Triple Crown and he won the Belmont by 32 lengths, I believe. And and that that inspires me because that horse could have coasted into victory, but at a time when um, it could have coasted, it was it was cranking it up and seeing how fast it could possibly run. And that inspires me because you know as successful as my company is right now. Um, I, I'm challenging myself. How much better can this be? What's the next edition of Real News PR? And how much uh, you know stronger can we be? So uh, if if your listeners don't have a competitor, challenge themselves. I mean, I, I go back to Michael Jordan. I, if you watched the movie The Last Dance, it was so inspiring. That was a business movie. That wasn't a sports movie. And 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 uh, Michael Jordan would sometimes compete against himself. You know, <laughs> he just he just loved he loved to win. And uh, I think anybody who's going to do anything in life has to love to win. I love that message. You have to love to win. By the way, I, I agree. The shortest cut to success is. Tenacity, persistency, hard work, grinding, and you got to stay hungry. And that's exactly what you did in pursuing the Mike McKnight individual, uh, which is what catapulted you to the top. In our first uh, segment, as we opened up the show, I was chatting about and stressing the point of becoming an effective communicator as a way to thrive, especially in 2021, because I know, and uh, Jeff, you'd, you'd agree to this, you've met and spoken with hundreds of thousands of individuals, I find that there's a deficiency that most people struggle with, and that deficiency is a skill set of becoming an effective communicator. So as we close out our segment here, I can't think of anybody who would know more about becoming an effective communicator, having the ability to communicate effectively with others and and, and in, in a way that really drives home a point well than yourself. You've been doing that your whole life. What makes an effective communicator, in your opinion? I, I and that's a great question, Jay. I think um, an effective communicator is a great storyteller. And uh, I don't mean to get biblical on you, but I know you're a man of faith. Jesus was a great storyteller. And uh, when the disciples asked him about forgiveness, he instantly went into there was a man who had two sons. That. That's 2,000 years ago, and that holds up very well. Storytelling is a great way to communicate a vision. So anytime I'm coaching somebody on how to tell their story, it's not about the 30-second elevator speech. I think so many networking groups make it about a a Mm -hmm. 30-second, perfectly timed, uh, succinct, uh, you know, message and 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 sometimes i get lost i mean somebody will give me their 30 second elevator speech and i still have no idea what they do (laughs) (laughs) oh that happens to you too as well (laughs) so so i just i tell individuals who are asking for my guidance just tell a story it doesn't have to be Mm. time to be 30 seconds or a minute but nobody's going to interrupt your story if you if you tell them uh, what you do in the in the form of a story 
Jeff, when we come back in our second segment, we're going to pick up exactly where you left off because I love that point. Just be a good storyteller. That's a key ingredient to be an effective communicator. And I want to ask when we come back, how can someone who has a message, they've got a story to share, how can they do it effectively in today's crowded world? When we come back after the break, could you take that question? Absolutely. Love All right. you. Great, brother. Guys, we'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Christina, CEO and founder of Tem Connect. I know this year has been difficult for many businesses and people in the workforce. Have your hours been reduced or possibly lost your job due to the pandemic? Are you looking to make up or earn an additional income by finding a side gig or a temp job? Are you a business that is currently looking to hire a full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employee? Download Temp Connect from the App Store or contact me directly at 720-668-0988. Hey everyone, most of you know that I am a big supporter of veterans coming from a veteran family. I want to encourage you to attend the second annual Veterans Appreciation Lunch. It's sponsored by the Fellowship Power Lunch Organization. It's being held Tuesday, November 17th from 1130 to 1 at the Embassy Suites in Frisco. For more information, go to fellowshippowerlunch.com or you can email to lisakn at sbcglobal.net. That is lisakn at sbcglobal.net. Considering replacement windows for your home but aren't sure which company to use? Go with the pros at Pro Home Windows. Pro Home Windows offers direct from the factory pricing and uses their own certified in-house installers to offer you the best price guarantee. In fact, Pro Home Windows will beat any written offer for the same window or pay you $1,000. Take the guesswork out of replacing the windows in your home. Go with the pros at Pro Home Windows. Schedule an appointment today at ProHomeWindows.com. With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like $0 copays on hundreds of prescription drugs. Wow. Pick up at your local pharmacy or take advantage of free delivery. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. Wow. That's AdvantageWow.com. $0 copay may be restricted to particular tiers, preferred medications, or mail order prescriptions during the initial coverage phase and may not apply during the coverage gap or catastrophic stage. Free delivery with preferred mail order pharmacies. Wow. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our Veterans Day weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, now $17.99, plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Wednesday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line is Jeff Creeley, who has already been providing wonderful, wonderful nuggets of wisdom and that can help anyone thrive, not only in their career uh, generally, but also as an effective communicator. So we left off our last segment, Jeff. I had asked you, how can someone who has a message or a story to share, and they want to do it effectively, how can they take that message and that story and get it out to the world, to a crowded world? Great question. And um, I, I think the uh, the vehicles to get the message out is much more diversified. I mean, we talked in the last segment about Jesus. Uh, Jesus just had his own voice, right? And he, I, I estimate Sermon on the Mount, maybe he was, he was talking to 10,000 people, and probably 5,000 of them couldn't even hear him. I asked my dad one time, my dad's a minister, 
would would Jesus use Twitter? Would Jesus use you know the newspaper? And my dad said, uh, absolutely, son. He would use every vehicle imaginable to get his message out. But um, let's start with uh, the the formula that, that Jesus had, which was public speaking. And I know we're in a pandemic, and I know a lot of the physical events have been canceled, but I, I know a lot of speakers that are now doing uh, virtual speeches, virtual keynotes. Um, I would say everybody listening to this, uh, learn to speak. I mean, they always say the number one fear is uh, – is public speaking mm-hmm. the number two fear is, is death, uh, and if you if you've died on stage as I have a couple times, <laughs> you accomplish you, you accomplish both. Right, right. <laughs> but if, you, if you overcome your fear of public speaking, it will take you uh, a long way. Uh, whether you're you know having to give a presentation in front of a boardroom or a keynote speech in front of thousands, that ability to communicate. I mean, think about uh, you know we are the great presidents uh, that we've elected, most of them are, are, are elected on their ability to communicate a message and a vision. So uh, that, that uh, uh, you know, skill of, of communicating, storytelling, inspiring, motivating people, uh, it begins with public speaking. And then I would say robust social media. Do not ignore social media. It's, it, it is kind of the new form of communication where, yes, at Real News PR, we still get people on the news. We get them in the local paper, local newscasts, even Fox and CNN National. But we're, as a company, really embracing the new medium of social media where with your phone – and, uh, and and the camera on your phone, you can grow a, a sizable audience that will eclipse uh, local television. I mean, you look at um, President Trump, I think his Twitter followers are something like 60 million now. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. 60 minutes only reaches 13 million. Wow. So the, the ability to communicate directly to your tribe, whoever that is, your followers, um, happens when you have a consistent message. Uh, I'll, I'll congratulate you, Jay. I mean, with your platform and I watch your social media, you're always giving great tips. That consistency is important because I see people who will throw up a Twitter account, um, but it'll be too braggy, it'll be too silly, and, and it won't nourish people. And you, you actually have to kind of give away the gold in order to have people follow you. And you do a brilliant job of that. So um, you're, you're doing everything right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Speaking of doing everything right, you launched Real News PR uh, about 12 years ago, I think it was, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, or within that time frame. You did that with a Absolutely. purpose in mind, uh, pivoting from a career in, 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 in news and broadcasting. Tell us a little bit about that, and what does Real News PR offer to people that are looking to find their voice in a very crowded space? Sure, sure. Uh, so I, I had this idea that who better to pitch the media than a than a journalist? So in 2008, really at the beginning of the downturn, I, I, I launched my company one month before the housing bubble burst and we went into the Great Recession. Um, I had this idea. Why don't we have an all-journalist PR firm? So I started this company in my home in 2008. Now I wake up uh, 12 years later. I have 
uh, 20 full-time employees, and 18 of them came from newsrooms, mostly TV and radio. The only two employees who didn't are my son and my daughter, and they, and they get a hall pass. They kind of <laughs> they, 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 they grew up around. Right, they get private but, training. Um, that's private training. <laughs> that's it. That's one-on-one training. Uh, so yeah, I'm so blessed. I have um, a, a full team of just really hardworking journalists, and what would take another PR firm a month to do, we can do with a phone call or a text message. It's really, really powerful. And then in the last um, two, three years, we really made a strong pivot, um, not away from public relations and media relations, because we're still doing all of that. But we made a strong investment into, um, I'm going to call it podcasting on steroids. Mm. Uh, and you've, you've been to our studios. Uh, I've interviewed you before. And uh, you've, you've seen what we built. And it's really, I mean, imagine um, Channel 8's Victory Plaza, where you could come in off the street and use the Channel 8 uh, production team and use their beautiful studios to create your own podcast. That's essentially what we've done with our studios. I've spent $350,000 on television studios, and I'm about to spend another $200,000 just to create the most beautiful studios in the country. And um, I'm so blessed, Jay. I've had some of the, some of the local anchors come in and look at our studios, and, they, and they'll say, Gosh, Curly, your your stuff is better than our stuff. So, um, and nothing could bless my heart more than to hear that because that's my goal. I really want I want to create kind of a one stop shopping experience for the podcaster who really doesn't want to be the technician. If if you look at all the people across the country who have launched a podcast, they launched it because they wanted to be the talent. They didn't want to be the tech, right? Mm-hmm. And the tech is the tech is what messes people up. Um, and so uh, they they can come in off the street. They meet with one of our producers that used to produce maybe morning radio or television. We come up with a show open, and then they're off to the races. And it's such a gift, um, Jay, because you know in in TV news I would put a spotlight on one individual, and then in public relations I would put a spotlight on one individual. Now I feel like I'm lighting candles. I'm lighting mm. a candle that will light other candles, and it's just beautiful to see podcasters grow from me. Could I host a show? How could I? How could I ever host a show? To now. Look at my show. They just they they come into our office and their chest is, um, you know, just filled with pride and and that makes me so happy to see people um, grow in their journey and um, have my team help them. Well, I, I've been to your studios a few times, as you mentioned before, and I could say uh, without a doubt they are the most professional uh, quality class act, not only uh, individuals that are working with you, they're all great people, but your facility is such to, such a top-notch place that uh, I can't imagine someone walking into your location and not being inspired to at least get their message out on a podcast uh, with the type of technology that and support that you offer to make them look and sound so good. And that really goes back to what we were saying before, you know, how do you separate yourself from a crowded space, well, yeah, your message has to be strong. You've got to be a good storyteller. But, boy, you better have the technical resources to back you up to make you look like a superstar. Otherwise, your message can be uh, not not just, not so much diluted, but your message may not be able to 
to shine as much as it could just because the technology or the support or the resource you have doesn't allow you to, to amplify your message. Is, is that a fair statement? It is, and, and I think that's a good nugget to share with uh, your your listeners is know when to um, invest in somebody else who's going to help it um, look better. I remember when I first got into uh, my my little book business where I was running around speaking, um, I was being cheap, Jay, and I I printed up my own business cards. <laughs> you know, you go hmm. you go and you get your the little printer, uh, you know, it's perforated, and I printed up my own business cards just to save a few bucks. And a, a guy gave me a he did me a favor. I gave him my business card, and he kind of said, Hey, Creeley, can I give you some advice? And I said, sure. He says, you printed these yourself, right? I said, hmm. yeah, I did. Hmm. He said, you can tell. I mean, it's not, <laughs> go, go, go to Kinko's. It's not that expensive. Just get some nice business cards and get them, get them on heavy stock because that conveys that, you know, you're a successful company. And thank God he took the time to, you know, tell me that. I, I probably would have, <laughs> I would probably would have passed out, you know, hundreds of those things, and it would have made a bad impression, right? And mm-hmm. so, uh, I, I hope this answers your question. I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're trying to shave a, a, a couple dollars off their budget to um, create their own products, whatever that may be—a podcast, business cards. There's a there's a, there's a time and place for that, and uh, if if your message to the world is I'm successful, you really gotta uh, show the world something that is upscale and and looks professional. And and thank you for the kind words about my studios because I find that when um, people come here, they're so they're relieved. They're like, man, I I used to you know wrestle with the technology and I was. Uh, I would interview people, and then I would figure out, oh, my goodness, I forgot to press record. <laughs> so, so so much of this is, uh, you know, what, what can we as a team, what can I as, a, as a, a CEO do to make somebody's life easier where they just get kind of a VIP treatment? And so the nugget for your listeners is, you know, know, know when to be frugal and know when to, to, to invest in yourself and, and spend a little bit of money. Yeah, there's something to be said about skimping out uh, on quality, right? It's you may think you're cutting a corner, but others are going to not see it that way. They're going to see you as someone that uh, either doesn't trust or have faith that your business will be successful. This is why you're cutting corners. Or they're going to make a judgment on the quality that you can deliver based on the fact that in your case, you handed out a skimpy little business card and and uh, and I see that happen all the time. So guys, if you want to raise your A game, especially in a uh, in a position where it can allow you to stand out in a crowd, especially if you're trying to deliver a message, then you've got to have the kind of quality that that Jeff is talking about, especially in his particular studios. So Jeff, as we're closing out here, you kind of gave the golden nugget already. <laughs> I always ask my speakers for a golden nugget, so you gave us that already. But where could someone find out more about you and Real News PR? Well, I would invite any of your listeners to come down for a tour. All they got to go, all they have to do is go to Real News PR. That's not fake news. Real News PR for like public relations, and um, send us an email, and we'll give you a tour of the studios. And yeah, no, no, no charge. Just I'm, I love to show off these beautiful studios. I love to help people when I can. 
And um, you're so generous to to give me this airtime, and I'm flattered to be on your show because I admire you so much. And um, and thank you. This has been a real a real blessing. Jeff, I appreciate you and and the fact that you're one of the early guys that I met when I moved to to Dallas, and you also have been very helpful in helping me expand my uh, my uh, connections out here, and and they've provided uh, me a, a way to to meet people that otherwise I wouldn't have met. So I appreciate you. And Jeff, my friend, you'll, we'll have to have you back on the show sometime next year. I would love that. I would love that. And congratulations on your success. I've listened to your show a number of times, and you're just such a, a natural and gracious host. Thank you, my friend. Guys, you have just heard Radio Bromance. This is Broadcasting Bromance coming out to you live. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we'll see you soon, my friend. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. Guys, we'll be right back. Are your credit scores impacting your dreams? Maybe the dream of a new house or a new car or just better interest rate on your auto loan. My name is Sean Lane with FRS Credit and we can help. Give us a call at 214-856-0068 so we can review your credit report, put a game plan together to help you achieve your dreams. Contact us today at 214-856-0068 or at frscredit.com. Contact us for your free credit analysis. Are your health insurance premiums making your wallet sick? Good news, you have options. Care Insurance has been providing health insurance to thousands of families and business owners over the last 12 years with an average savings of 40% with the same or better benefits. In fact, they guarantee that if they can't give you a better price with better coverage, they'll give you 50 bucks just for getting a quote. So make sure that you reach out to the folks at Care. 1-800-291-5279 affordacareinsurance.com. Everyone knows even good people fall on hard times. Your credit cards get maxed out and you get behind on your taxes. Unfortunately, the IRS is not as understanding and they won't stop until they collect. They have the power to take your paycheck, freeze your bank accounts, even your home or business could be at risk. It's simply not worth it to take on the IRS by yourself. You need to call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. When you call, be sure to ask about the Fresh Start Initiative. It's a special IRS debt assistance program that could save you thousands, even tens of thousands if you qualify. Optima will immediately provide you with a team of professionals who will fight to protect you from the IRS, ensuring you get the best possible outcome. The Better Business Bureau has awarded them an A-plus rating, and you will too. So put the hard times behind you and call Optima today for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Wow, what an incredible segment that we just completed with Jeff Creeley. I hope you had your notepads ready to uh, and handy and taking good notes because Jeff gave us wonderful wisdom on how to thrive as an effective communicator and how to take your game to another level in terms of how do you present your message to the world. On our business spotlight segment, though, right now we have on the line Camille Milner. And the reason why Camille Milner is our business spotlight for this show is because she's doing something very unique, as I mentioned earlier in the program. It's a practice called Collaborative Divorce, and she's one of the premier attorneys, not only in Texas, 
But around the country, she's really the who's who of attorney, and she's been practicing for quite a long time. So as we continue to bring valuable content on the show that in any area of your life you can thrive, I believe this is an area that for most people, because of the connotations of divorce can certainly be a difficult time but when it's done the right way it can allow you to recover in a way that you can still thrive in your life in your relation future relationships and parenting and business and so on so that's why she is our business spotlight today camille welcome to the show thanks jay glad to be here i appreciate you taking the time i know you're busy so let's dive right into this camille tell us a little bit about yourself Well, you can tell from my Texas accent, I grew up here in Denton, in Mm. Texas. I went to University of North Texas for undergrad, and then I went to University of Texas Law School in Austin. I love that. So your background has been always uh, committed to the the furthering of someone's, uh, in terms of the, the way that they experience life a little better, has always been in a way to protect people, give people guidance. And obviously you've done that now in the field of not only family law, but specifically in collaborative divorce. But most people, like myself, have never heard of collaborative divorce. Most people are just familiar with the traditional divorce methods. But what exactly is collaborative divorce? Well, uh, collaborative divorce is basically an out-of-court alternative to fighting in court, which is the court is... A zero, what is called a zero-sum game. Somebody wins and somebody loses, and the way you get to that win is by bringing as much damaging evidence as you can against the other side. And in effect, what happens is, because that's the only system that we had for a long time, you spend a small to large fortune, and very often the relationships of the family are permanently destroyed, and the kids are the ones that suffer the ripples of that, sometimes not just that generation, but for generations. Now, one of the things that you mentioned yesterday that caught my attention as you and I were having a chance to talk further and and really dive into a better understanding in preparation for, for the show, you had mentioned that part of what makes collaborative divorce so effective is that it keeps everyone's best interest at heart. And whereas in traditional divorce proceedings, that's not always the case. So can you continue to elaborate on what differentiates traditional divorce proceedings with a collaborative, uh, with a collaborative divorce practice? I'd be happy to. I think a lot of the problem is that back in the 60s, Uh, And even before that, but primarily in the 60s when divorces were happening, it was only allowed to be approved by court if there was a fault ground proven, whether that was cruelty, abuse, or whatever. Abandonment, it could have been a number of things. And so for for many, many years, that brand developed in divorce, and people thought the only way to get a divorce was to say horrible things about each other and bring evidence against each other that they never realized the the ramifications that it was going to have long term. So eventually in Texas and in many states around the country, no fault became what is the primary reason for divorce or the primary grounds for divorce. And what that means is something has happened, whether it's time or circumstances, that the two parties can't continue as a divorced couple. So 
there is no reason, there is absolutely no reason that they have to go to war and become enemies. And in fact, if you think about it, and the way we set up our collaborative meetings is, I use a metaphor that's a Kleenex box in the middle of the ta- the conference table, and instead of fighting each other, they the clients are actually sitting on one side of the table and their lawyers on the other side. And then we have a couple of professionals at the end that sometimes assist us, and we are collectively working on a problem together, as if we were somebody at the Apple mine factory, you know, out in Palo Alto, California, working on a project. Rather than being enemies and at war, they are working together to problem solve for themselves and their kids. When did collaborative divorce methods begin? I think most people, because they've never heard of it, they, they, they're not even sure when it began. Fill us in on that a little bit if you could. Yeah, there was a, a man, Stu Webb was a lawyer up in Minnesota in the 80s, and he was so disgusted with the destructive nature that litigation and court has on families that he was about to quit practicing altogether. And he came up with this this idea, and it has gone throughout not only Texas, but the United States, and now it is all over the world. Mm. And the problem that we have in getting getting it well-known to people is it's, it's a longer conversation, obviously, than a billboard. If you drive down a freeway and you see a billboard that says bankruptcy, divorce, or DWI, people immediately know what that brand is. Collaborative has more layers to it. And so it takes a little bit longer conversation to explain. You don't have to get into the meat grinder of court. You can very mindfully, with privacy, with control and efficiency, restructure your family relationship so that you can stay a family, but you and your spouse may be more like distant relatives, but you can continue to co-parent and have a completely healthy family. Now, that may sound a little idealistic. I don't mean to say there aren't bumps along the road and that there aren't emotions, but instead of them blowing up, we manage them. We are prepared for them. We are trained on how to deal with them. So we help everybody get through those bumps together and get on the other side in a healthy way. And I love that. Uh, I think that most of us and many of our listeners either uh, have known someone that has gone through a nasty divorce or maybe uh, you've gone through one yourself. It's ugly and it just doesn't uh, bear any good fruit. And I think this method, based on what I'm learning, is probably one of the ways that parties can walk away with a lot more peace of mind, a lot more sensibility, and, and be able to recover a difficult situation from a difficult situation a lot faster. But can you share a case study or a testimonial that really will help our, lis- our listening audience better comprehend and see the value of your practice? Well, one of my, I have a jillion of them mm-hmm. because I've done a lot of these cases, but one of my favorites is a family who they had always hosted their extended family for Thanksgiving, the year we were getting their divorce for them. And um, they decided instead of letting the family take sides and have separate Thanksgivings with their own families, that what they were going to do is send a letter to their extended family and say, we're starting a new tradition with our little family of four this year. We're going to go to, it's a very nice hotel venue here, and the four of us are going to begin a new tradition, planning ahead that we will not be a married family anymore, but we are going to move forward as a family. 
And later, after their divorce was final, the parents were able then still to work together in co-parenting. And when one of their children had a mental health issue and had to be in a, a residential placement for a little while to, to get better, they as a family went and shared the holidays with him, giving him their support, not tied up in the conflict. And they have been able to move forward with a family that is healthy mm. and thriving. That's just like your show says. That's, well, that's that's the reason why, Camille, I thought that you would be a great uh, component of the show because it is about thriving beyond a difficult situation, right? And divorce is not an easy situation, but you can get through it in the most beneficial, peaceful way possible so you can get back to life and get back to thriving. And I think that's what people want today, even if they've decided that divorce is the only way to separate, uh, to dissolve that relationship. They, they want to live peaceful, thriving lives thereafter. And so they I, want to make sure their kids do. That's usually, that is usually an aspiration that we can all reach for. You're absolutely right. Camille, where could people learn more about you and track you down if they're in need of counsel? All right. My my website is Milner, M-I-L-N-E-R dash law dot com. And they can also look on the Collaborative Divorce Texas website or the International Academy of Collaborative Professionals. And the website for that's collaborativepractice.com. By the way, guys, Camille and her website will be on our business directory section at our show site, the jmamietalkshow.com. Camille, we appreciate you having uh, taken time to be on our show today. Thank you for the opportunity to share this, Jay. Oh, you're welcome. Well, folks, that's a wrap. Another Thrive Time episode is in the books. Thanks for hanging in and listening with us today. We'll see you next week.